I wanna share in this video my honest thoughts about the real estate market in 2024 and 2025. I think it's very important that we have this discussion because it's not all rosy. It's not just every market goes up, every property you buy will always go up, everything works in cycles. And I think the next couple of years are very pivotal if you are interested in making wealth through real estate. So if you're interested in what my thoughts are, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you've been following me for a while since pretty much 2020, I was like the only person on the internet coming out and suggesting that we were gonna see the largest Australian real estate boom we've ever seen. And this was in the depths of the pandemic, lockdowns were occurring, we had rates going down, people losing jobs and technically couldn't work. And it was at that time that it was so crystal clear to me what was playing out. It was the basic devaluation of our currency. So as you print more money into the system, the currency itself loses its value. And that's exactly what happened in Australia. So instead of just going and saving your money at that time, it was best to attach your money, which was devaluing every day, attach it to hard assets. And in my case, I've always loved real estate. It's very evident on the channel. Yes, I dabble into crypto, but real estate and land is what I like. So I had a lot less subscribers back then. It was a couple hundred and now we're almost at 60,000 subscribers. So one, thank you so much for following my journey. And of course, my nerd talk. But more importantly, I had an honest conversation with you guys or whoever was there around at that time around what my thoughts were. And I was very clear that yes, we will see this massive run up in property prices, but be very careful because if you go out there and you allocate your funds towards something that may not work, be a dud property, the opportunity cost of picking the wrong property was actually going to be your biggest mistake. Could you have seen properties go up in many areas? Yes. And that's not because the properties were significantly better. It was more so because the currency that it was denominated in actually fell in value. Now, during the same time, we had interest rates actually go to record lows as well at that time. And they stayed there for a while, which introduced so many more people, so many more buyers into the market because they could finally borrow. You had interest rates so high, they've come down. Now you've got the borrowing capacity to come back in. In 2021, we saw prices actually increase. And then we started seeing the interest rates start increasing in 2022. We had many areas like Sydney and Melbourne drop in prices, but other areas have actually outperformed the national average. And that is the focus here, is that if we're having an honest discussion, every property will not grow. If you are going out there buying a house and land package, chances are if we see any sort of recession or we see a downturn, you're going to be screwed because what you're effectively doing is betting on the market being higher in 6, 12 or 18 months. And the same goes for off the plan properties as well. It's not like you buy a property today, you know what the value is, you've already paid the deposit and it's based on today's lending. What we've seen over the last 18 months is interest rates increase so fast that if you are going for an off the plan property 12 months ago, chances are you can't even service the damn thing now, which means you lose the property and you lose your deposit. So that's what you need to pay attention to as we go through the next couple of years. Now, there's a lot of speculation around the 18.6 year land cycle and how it's going to affect Australian real estate. So I'm going to pop this up on the screen now. And without going into too much detail, I've made a video about this. So definitely go check out this and I've referenced how it affects Australia. But while we're here, I want to talk to you about where we are in this cycle. We're still a little bit away from the winner's curse phase. And that's usually the last part of the phase, which is actually when the market moves the fastest. This is the period that you definitely want to be in the market, but you also want to be attached to the right assets. Because let's say you only have $200,000 available and you go out and you put it all towards one purchase, you better make sure it's the right one. Because during this money-making season, that's where you can go and set yourself up quite well. I've said it on the channel before, the next couple of years, you can definitely go and set yourself up years in advance for retirement. Now, although most people think this cycle will end in 2026, I actually think it will carry on for a couple more years after that. I think 2027, we probably start seeing the cracks. And in 2028, we probably see that 
that downturn. Now, when I say downturn, people are often like, oh, okay, does that mean property prices will drop by 60 or 70% because it was once said that that might happen? Or is it that, hey, we had a pandemic, so what's gonna cause prices to drop at that point, Ravi? Prices never drop on Australian real estate. And I just wanna be honest with you, they do. In fact, one of my properties in regional Victoria has actually dropped in value by 3%. Now, 3% over a nine month period, it's not gonna feel great. However, you've gotta also put that into context that I was able to hold it for the three years before that. And the three years before that, it actually went up by about 35%. So when you put things into context, you can understand if you buy at the right time, you'll do really well despite any sort of downturn. Now, let's say for instance, that same property actually went down by 10 or 15%. Yes, it would hurt, but I have no intentions to sell it. I have a really good tenant in there. It's in a good neighborhood and I know the long-term prospects of that property. Now, if I'm in a position where the cash flow is severely negative, I have the option of either selling for a profit or I can use some of my emergency buffer that I allocate per property. So when we look at the Australian real estate market for 24, 25, you've honestly got to ask yourself, what is it that's going to cause this market to go down? And what is it that's going to cause this market to go up? In my honest, humble opinion, when you look at the fact that interest rates are so high, it stops so many people coming into the market. Now, traditionally, this should stop prices from going higher. It's supply and demand. If there's not enough buyers, it should be outweighed by the amount of supply, which means people have choice. And these people who need to sell are going to now start dropping their price. But that didn't happen. And the reason it didn't happen was because we introduced record levels of migration into the country. Now, ask yourself, is that going to stop in 2024 and 2025? Is it going to increase or is it going to decrease? Even if we did see a decrease, we're going from numbers of like 400,000 and maybe it comes down to 200,000. But then on the flip side, where's the supply? Who's building a house in 2024? If you're not building enough houses for a country that is already severely undersupplied, you're going to find yourself seeing prices go higher. And that then leads me to rentals. And we've just seen rental vacancy rates go to a record low. Now, nationally, we sit at 1.02%, which is absolutely absurd. We want to be closer to about three or 4% if we want to see a balanced market. Now, of course, some areas are suffering more from the rental crisis than others. But the key takeaway here is that the more people that can't borrow to buy a house will have to then become a renter. It's either that or they move out of the country. Most people love Australia like myself. So we're going to go and rent. That's going to put further pressure and that starts increasing the rental return you get on a property. So if you suddenly have a property that you've held and it doesn't move, your rentals have increased your cash flow position and then in turn that yield becomes attractive for another investor and that could mean that your prices also go up. Now there's also a school of thought where we are in an absolute bubble and the prices cannot simply be sustainable. They cannot go higher. And to be honest, everything is a bubble. It seems like a Ponzi scheme because when you have everything denominated in a dollar that's lost its value by more than 99% since its inception, then yes, it's a Ponzi scheme. It is a bubble because they can go out and print as much money as they can. And that's why I believe more in land because tomorrow, if the Australian dollar got replaced by something else, they can't replace the land. And that's how I think about when I wanna invest for the long term. If you're investing into real estate thinking, okay, I can make a quick flip, kudos to you. That's not the game I play. But I wanna be in the fastest horse, not because I wanna sell, but because I wanna multiply my wealth the fastest way possible, but it needs to be sustainable. You can't just go into a mining area and say, okay, there's new mines that have opened. Let me go there. Okay, if I wanted to do that for two years and then trade that property for something else, cool. But who's got time for that? Most people that watch my channel are the ones that want to buy well, hold for a really long time, realize the equity, use that to purchase more properties, get the rental yield, and to eventually use that rental income to then retire. What you'll know is that the top of the market does not occur when confidence is at the bottom. And this is what we're seeing here with the ANZ Roy Morgan Weekly Consumer Confidence Rating. This is essentially saying that we're pretty much at all-time lows. We're lower than where we were in the pandemic, and these are levels not seen since the GFC. And that's something you'd ask yourself is if we 
are in this massive bubble that's about to pop, why would confidence be at the lowest point? It should actually be at the highest point because that's when everyone is greedy. When everyone is scared, that's when you wanna be going out and building positions. Seeing the interest rate go up is, yes, not great for an investor, but if you're looking to acquire more assets, this is the time where most people can't invest. Most people will look at the numbers and say, it doesn't work today, I'm not buying it. But if it works in a year's time, I'm happier paying five or 10% extra. And that is something you need to consider as those interest rates start cutting in 2024 or 2025. The other part to this entire piece of the puzzle is tax cuts. You're automatically gonna have more income, more disposable income that's gonna allow you to increase your borrowing capacity in 2024. I truly believe we see rate cuts probably in the later half of 2024, unless something breaks. Now I've come on the channel and said, hey, I think in 2023, we're probably gonna cut rates because I thought at this point we would have broken something. But when you have banks coming out and saying, well, no, we'll make exceptions for this. You can't make your mortgage repayments. That's okay. We'll have a grace period. You have credit cards, you've got unsecured loans and people are tapping into those things. So if they're tapping into those things, it just means that they're kicking the can down the road before we actually see some sort of crack in the system. And inevitably we're going to have the government come in and try and save us. Now, when I say us, I'm not saying you and I, they really don't care about us. Who they care about are the banks, the institutions, and those are the positions they need to hold firm. Now, why inflation is such a big concern when it comes to housing crisis, the cost of living crisis, this is a very interesting image here. Now, listen to what I say very carefully. You can read along as well. The real reason real estate acts as an inflation hedge is that over time, real estate values mean revert around replacement cost. And in periods of high inflation, as the following charts shows, replacement cost increases at a faster rate. Buying at or below cost preserves real estate value of capital, no matter the inflation outcome. And this is very, very important. What we can see is in the yellow line, we're seeing replacement cost. And that happens during high inflationary periods. You've got the blue line, which is replacement cost of low inflation. And that is how pricing cycles work. When you think about how the cost of actually building a house is so much more now, that in turn actually goes and drives property prices even higher. And that's something to consider is that if you think that prices are gonna come down, well, why would a developer build a house that it's not gonna make profit on? It would rather go bankrupt. And that's what we're seeing is insolvencies across the construction industry. And that's why I am so clear in my vision around the next 24 months to 36 months about how you can really build wealth. And if we're entering this next phase, which is the winner's curse, where the next 24 to 36 months is really the time that we're gonna see astronomical wealth being transferred from the middle class to the upper class. The people who are gonna be wealthiest are not the ones that have a bunch of money in their bank account. It's more about who holds the most assets, just like the game of Monopoly. I hope you guys have learned a thing or two and at least had this video challenge your perspective on whether the market goes up or goes down. At the end of the day, whether you're bullish, whether you're bearish, it doesn't really matter. The market doesn't care about what you and I think. It's just gonna do what it does. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. If you have, smash that like button and subscribe if you haven't already and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.